Hi guys, my name is Yoki Bello. If you guys haven't heard of me, I'm a podcaster. I want to inform people about Nigerian history one podcast at a time. Remember to follow me if you haven't, and please spread my podcast on social media sites so more people can learn about Nigerian history and leave ratings below to let me know how I'm doing. Thank you guys so much for helping the podcast reach 400 downloads. You guys are the reason why I do this podcast, and you guys are the reason why this podcast will prosper. Before we get started, I just want to say I'm so sorry for not uploading last week. Um, I had a lot of schoolwork to do, and I was a little busy that I couldn't even I couldn't even get on my phone and even um, plan the backup episodes I had because I was that busy. So I'm so sorry, guys. Um, I'll. I'm going to plan on being more time on having better time management and having better time management skills. I'm so sorry, guys, and it won't happen again. Um, today's fun fact is that Nigerian was the first African to receive a Nobel Prize of Literature. His name was Wo Soy uh, Inka, and he was a Nigerian playwright and political activist and the first African to receive a Nobel Prize for Literature in 1986. Wolsoika uh, is famous worldwide for his works including A Dance of the Forest, The Lion and the Jewel, The Road, King Babu, The Beautification of Area Boy, A Shuttle in the Crib, Smallarkland, uh, Small and other markets that I have known. These works are absolutely beautiful and I am fascinating and I want you guys to all read it if you can. And fun fact, he's actually still alive today in Aibuka, Nigeria, spreading brilliance everywhere. Today, I'll be talking about the Kowafra Empire. That's so how you spell that is Kowafra. The pronunciation is Kowafra. I know it sounds weird, but you'll get you'll get the hang of it later on. So, the Kowafra Empire is the federation of Kowafra. And it's a defunct federation that existed from some time in the mid-13th century up until the late 18th century along a region called the Benue River Valley in today's central Nigeria. Its boundary changes over time and is hard to reconstruct, probably because of the many wars it fought. It laid siege on some northern Hawusa territories. The federation was a confederation of different culturally and linguistically diverse populations out of which the Jukun people were the most influential. So the Jukun people were basically an ethnic group. By the 16th and 17th century, the federation was at its peak. The Kafra Federation was a very complex society. The, com- the complexity was a result of the many number of ethnicities present. This multicultural society diversity of the Kafra Federation was primarily due to the waves of migration of people of different ethnicities in the Banu Basin who were, who were acculturated into the native population. The federation was a federation of different culturally diverse populations, which was very cool. Some of the major ethnicities include, but are not limited to, Jukun, Guteb, Kamba, Idoma, Myomie, uh, Alago, Mara, Aho, Pambari, Hausa, and Basa. These groups were not just culturally heterogeneous, but also, but also lacked a common political, cultural, and religious homogeneity. They were all inhab- inhabiting a common region 
and traditional boundaries were very fluid, fluid but, they would all, but they all regarded themselves as one people, which is very rare for Nigeria before and right now. It is not clearly known which town or location operated as the capital. There are many different concentrations of power in different places with the federation. For instance, Piniga, Kalam, uh, Gerukom, Solanto, Tangara, Bukeru of the Bachu region at one point might have maybe performed roles as the capital. However, Wukari stood out as being the most prominent and widely regarded as the ultimate seat of power for the state. Although it's widely acknowledged that the present-day pe- uh, people of Jukun are direct descendants of the Kawafra Federation. This, however, does not necessarily imply they were the founders. There was another group of people referred to as the Abagwariga, who another school of people thought believed that were the founders. They were a group of non-Muslim Hausas and were thought to have immigrated from the Northeast and Wade. People that support this notion believe the Jukun instead represented the last di- di- stat- uh, dynastic-minded pe- group of the Federation. According to Webster, the Jukun migrated in the area about 1600. They only adopted the institution of divine kingship from an from the already established domain. This is different to the local theory that rather than Jukun, the Tiz became came from Congo, not the Jukun. The Jukun greatly influenced and dominated many homogeneous and heterogeneous ethnic groups within the Federation. The culture and traditions became widely accepted to be that of the Kawafra Federation. After the decline and fall of the kingdom, they ruled and dominated its succeeding, its succeeding kingdom of Wukari. The Kawafra Federation economically thrived mostly due to the internal trade among its ethnicities. The medium of trade was an exchange of goods or trade by barter. The Federation traded with neighboring regions, but the bulk of its economy was based heavily on trade with, within its confederates. Jukun's lands and salt mines which prompted a focus of salt production. This improved their economic status and political status. Brewing and selling of beer was profitable was a profitable business for them. They had blacksmiths. They were actively involved in fishing, pottery, and hunting. Metals were exploited from Jukun to Tiv. Other co- commodities like dye, cloth, and salt were also exported to Tiv and neighboring ethnicities. Tiv cloth Tiv's clothes, known as Godo, was sold to their Wukari neighbors. The Tiv were mainly farmers supply and supplied other ethnic groups with their agricultural products. The Jukun were farmers too and cultivated certain crops like ben, uh, ben, uh, Benesid and yams, however did not engage in large-scale farming. The Tiv famously did that and supplied most of the food that was needed by the Jukuns. Bukhari was founded as a successor state and was has long since been dominated by the Jukun. Before it became a fully-fledged federation, it was widely referred to as the capital of Koafra. Today, it's been reduced to the status of a town in present-day Tauraba state in Nigeria. In Bukhari, the Aku Uka was and still is the leader whom the Kawafra era 
has also recognized as this authority. Root, the real card status as a, as a successor federation to Kavrafra was be, was because of its influential role of capital during the Kavrafra era, era, but most especially because of the dominance and influence of the Jukun people. Another great uncertainty is whether Kavrafra was a confederacy or just a general name given to them by their Muslim foes for some pagan populace. So this is all for the episode. Um, I hope you guys liked this episode as much as I did. The Kafra Empire is really interesting to me, and I'm happy to share um, my knowledge on it with you guys. Um, have a good day, and I'll see you later. Tune out. Oh, before I go, if you guys have any general questions, anything you guys want me to do, anything you guys want me to go over, or talk about, or any questions, any questions on my citations, please feel free to email me at rakib at gmail.com, R-A-Q-I-B-A-D-I-O at gmail.com. Um, if you guys want to sponsor me, anything like that, just feel free to email. Thank you guys. Peace.